This episode is brought to you by McDonald's. Not sure you've heard of them. <laughs> Up and coming uh, little restaurant, but they're making it. They're the little engine that could. You know, the moment of bliss when you spot your fries being scooped into the carton and suddenly time slows down. I have that all the time. I love their fries. Oh, yeah. yes. McDonald's fries hit different when they're free. That's another thing I'll tell you. And when they belong to your friends, there's no better feeling than thinking you're out of fries and then you discover extra fries at the bottom of your bag or else my son still hasn't finished his fries yeah. and I'm done with mine. And uh, he used to be weaker than me so I could just take them. Yeah. Now I can't because he's stronger than me. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's no wrong way to eat McDonald's fries, but we all think our way is the best way. And I like stealing them from someone else. That's my favorite <laughs> way. Get your favorite McDonald's fries today. McDonald's, check them out sometime. They're everywhere. I'd like to shout out the biggest villain I know. It's the person that talks during the movie. Oh, that Makes, guy sucks. I hate that guy. And guess what? It's often me. Oh, anyway, no. And you know what? If I could talk to that guy, I'd say, how do you sleep at night? That's what I would say to this scourge of a person. <laughs> but I know what the answer already. I know the answer. Mattress Firm. Mattress mm. Firm has quality mattresses at every price for your best rest. Yes, even those who don't deserve to rest, like that person who talks during the movie, even they can get the bed that will make it happen from Mattress Firm. See a lower price at another retailer? Mattress Firm will match it up to 120 nights with their low price guarantee. Get matched at Mattress Firm's Memorial Day sale and sleep at night, even if you're a bad person. Restrictions apply. See mattressfirm.com or stores for details. What's up with it? This is Marshawn Lynch. And I feel blessed to be Conan, friend. I thought for a second you were going to stop at Conan and that you were going to say, I feel blessed to be Conan. <laughs> and I thought, shit, you are so high right now. That's a fact, but that's a, that's a fact. Fall is here, hear the yell, back to school, ring the bell, brand new shoes, walk and lose, climb the fence, put some bells, I can get out of here, I'm Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you very much. This is lovely. You're a very lovely group of people. This is really nice. Uh, welcome to my upscale airport lounge. I hope you like it in here. You know, I've never been in this space before. This is a very special episode of uh, Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend. Uh, have, who's here is familiar with our podcast? Do you guys know what it is? Okay, I see one person not clapping clearly doesn't know why you're here. All right, uh, you'll be ejected soon. Uh, but let me explain what's happening. We're doing a very special episode of Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend, and we're doing it uh, at this serious radio complex, which is by far one of the nicest places I've ever been in my life. This is insane. This is not how I usually record a podcast. We uh, record our podcast in an abandoned Italian restaurant. <laughs> down by the airport. And by the way, I'm just gonna point out to the people at home that uh, there's only about 20 people here in our audience and they're masked. So just imagine how big these laughs would be <laughs> if these people weren't masked. And it was a regular audience of like 300 or 400 people or my normal audience of like 600,000, okay? 
But uh, it's so nice to have you here. Thank you very much for being here. And uh, we're going to have a lovely time here on the program. I'm blown away. Blay, have you seen anything like this before? This is great. No, it looks amazing. I kind of feel like we're in like a, uh, like a, a cell phone kiosk with a bunch of people crammed into it. It's incredible. It is, a, yeah. you, you, I don't know if you're mic'd or anything, if people can hear you, but it is like a cell phone kiosk. Uh, it is absolutely gorgeous in here. And guess what? There's a working bathroom. I've never had that in almost my entire career. They didn't tell I don't know if you realize, uh, I am not treated well in my professional life. I am treated very, very badly. And then suddenly I get invited to this serious thing and I'm like, this is incredible. This is fantastic, very nice. Beautiful, and there's also a lot of people watching out behind this glass. Yeah, I find this creepy. I don't like this part. <laughs> this feels very strange. I feel like uh, they know that I have some disease and they're watching me. <laughs> Like they, they, they put us all in here because we were exposed. There was a Martian meteor and there was a spore and now they're all watching us going, yes, yes. It's, it's a weird glass wall, but there's a lot to adjust to. And yes. we will adjust to it. We have a wonderful show. This is a, uh, this is a Super Bowl show uh, because my fans, my fans are huge Super Bowl fans. <laughs> Uh, no, they really are. They really are. This is a big, uh, and this is a Super Bowl uh, show that we are dropping. This is going to drop the day after the Super Bowl. That's right. Right, but we're recording it just before, right? I'm going to yes. let that spill right now. Yeah, I think Which means we don't that. know what happened, but we kind of have to act like we do know what happened. <laughs> That's right. Man, was that some game, huh? Wow. Who knew? Wow. Seven overtimes. Oh. I didn't even think that was possible. So much blood. Yeah, and then they all had hockey sticks at the end. That was weird. I don't understand what happened, but you all saw it. We all watched it together. Uh, let me do something right now. Let me bring out my trusty assistant, Sonam of Sestian, who's going to join yeah. Let's get Sona out here. Sona, are you coming? Hey, it's Sona! Uh, never touch me again. Okay. I don't have a microphone, so I'm just going to sit here and talk into this one. No, I'm going to sit down. I just wanted to stand uh, for the audience to show them uh, how, how you don't tall need, I am. You don't need that one. I, have, I like two microphones oh, at okay. all times. Okay, all right. I'm now holding a handheld microphone and using a microphone that's on a stand. Yeah. I would like a third mic, please. Is it possible? <laughs> Can we get a third mic in here? Thank you very much. And I only need seven, seven more microphones. microphones. Because that's, that's how, how I, I do it. it. That's, that's why, why we have, have one of the biggest, biggest podcasts, podcasts, is we, we use just more microphones. The content is crap. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. This this show is garbage. That's a lot, Sona. That's great. Oh, okay. um, now, Sona, you are, first of all, congratulations to Sona, who had twins yes. several months ago. And then, because she's not a super great mom, she decided to be here today. Yeah. Uh, I yeah, just they, left who's taking, them there. Who's taking care of them? I am not sure, actually. I just left the house with my husband in there, and then I was like, good luck. Yeah, yeah. He's That's a pretty. Com he, he uses a lot of duct tape to keep them in place. <laughs> um, no, her. she has these wonderful uh, twin uh, boys, Mikey yeah. and Charlie. Yeah. And uh, I came over to the house just to try and make them laugh. I really got Mikey laughing. Yeah. Charlie stared at me. Didn't you, get it. You bring this up so often. Because when and I, I don't, think it bothers when there's someone so I can't, much. When there's someone I can't get laughing, I was going crazy. And it was time for me to go. And they had to go to bed. It was like 11 o'clock at night. Yeah. And I was like, no, give the little baby some coffee. I'm going to crack this. Yeah. I'm going to get this baby laughing. You even say it. You're like, they're, they're, I think they were five months old when you met them. And yeah. every time you talk to someone, you're like, Charlie, he's a tough one. Yeah. And he's an infant. Right, right. He doesn't, yeah. his brain has not formed. He doesn't have a laugh center yet. No. He will soon. Uh, my father never got his. Uh, <laughs> 
but that's neither here nor there. And, and again, uh, for you listening uh, people at home, think of how hard these laughs would be if they weren't masked. <laughs> And if it wasn't just 20 people, this is killing with this room. Wow, this is bothering you so much, too. No, no, it There's is, so many things that... I haven't been in front of a crowd in a while, yeah. and this is a great crowd, and they are really laughing, but they're wearing, most of them, uh, because of uh, COVID restrictions, are wearing beekeeper outfits. So you can't... <laughs> You can't hear them through the heavy, heavy masking. Yeah. Um, also, there, there's no mic near them, so they're even further away. And I think that they're going to just barely be heard. No, no, no. Oh, no, no. I, I, first of all, let's hope they're mic'd. Uh, if they're not, I'm going to make sure that they add tons of laughs, laughs in a way that's completely inappropriate. I'm going to have them. <laughs> I'm going to have them take laughs, uh, uh, cheers from a 1968 soccer championship. <laughs> In London, and then add that to the show. Um, With the gonna, chanting and the songs and everything, yeah, too? Yeah, yeah, a lot of that, a lot of that. And people aren't going to understand why is someone with a British accent, and why is occasionally someone uh, yelling ole? Um, uh, you know, it's very obvious how little you know about sports right now. <laughs> little about sports. Let me tell you something, okay? And this is, I have a bone to pick with Los Angeles. And Los Angeles, I love you. You've been my home uh, now for uh, 11 years or 12 years. 13. It's... Feels like 11. Anyway, uh, I, you know, sure, uh, LA is fantastic. I sh really shouldn't be here because of my complete lack of skin protection. Mm -hmm. I am the whitest person uh, so on white. television and now the whitest person on radio. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, but I, um, so I really shouldn't be here. And you've seen the way I dress when I walk around LA. Yeah, you're covered completely. You're, yes. You have one of those hats that cover your back yeah. and then you're wearing like long sleeve SPF shirts and then it's like after, 100 degrees outside. Then after I do all that, I get into a sleeping bag. <laughs> And I sit in a shopping cart and I have an, my uh, Sona pushes me around. Yeah. That's how protected I am from the sun. Um, but I have a bit of an issue with L.A. because you drive around L.A. And, and we're here because this is a Super Bowl show. Yeah. This really is a Super Bowl show and we're, it's a Super Bowl themed and very excited about our guest today who will give us great insights. But one of the things that I have noticed living in Los Angeles is that L.A. Los Angeles Rams are in the Super Bowl. Yeah. You wouldn't know it to drive around LA. Am I right? You drive around LA and you don't see any signage. I don't see anyone wearing a Rams hat because that's just the way LA is. Um, I'm, I'm serious. I've been driving around a lot. I saw one city bus that went, it just had one of those little electric signs and it said, uh, stops frequently. And then the next message that came up was, go Rams. <laughs> there was that a was, question mark. Yeah, it was a question mark. <laughs> Go Rams? I mean, they weren't even sure. <laughs> I didn't grow up in a town like this. I grew up in Boston, Massachusetts. And in Boston, Massachusetts, you have to wear your Red Sox cap when the Red Sox are playing. You have to wear your Patriots cap when the Patriots are playing. You have to wear a Bruins jersey when the Bruins are playing. You have to wear a Celtics jersey when the Celtics are playing. And people take it really seriously. True story. My father went out to get groceries a couple of years ago when the Patriots were in the Super Bowl uh -huh. and he forgot to put on his Patriots cap. Yeah. Two years in prison. <laughs> he spent two years in prison for that. They pulled him over, he didn't have his hat. Two years. Yeah. Uh, unbelievable. That's the intensity of what is happening in- That's in, crazy. It's crazy. No, I, I like this where people are like, yeah, it's cool, we're in the Super Bowl. Nice job, guys. Oh. I bet you right now, and I think this crowd agrees with me, if I went around LA and randomly asked people, are you excited about the Rams? Yeah. Two thirds of them would spray mace in my face. <laughs> and they I, would say I was, a, I was attacked by a, a woman in a corduroy jacket. 
a tall, orange-haired woman, they wouldn't know what was going on. I almost forgot the Rams came back. I remember they were here, and then uh, somebody said, oh, the Rams are in the Super Bowl. I was like, oh. You know what's really sad? When you have a football team that leaves and no one notices. <laughs> it's like someone who leaves a party and then wanders back later on and go, I bet you, did you go? Oh. Yeah. I feel terrible. I mean... But that's what happened. The Rams left, now they're back. But, uh, you know, are you excited about it? Is anyone in your family excited about it? People in my family are. I'm not, you know, I, okay. I'm i not going to lie. I don't know why we're in the Super Bowl thing. You're. I don't think of Conan O'Brien when I think of the Super Bowl. And I certainly I think, have no well, idea what's all, going on. Well, first of all, you don't know anything about football. And this is a true story. Oh, because you know Absolutely true story. <laughs> Sona walked in to do the podcast today, okay? This is about 45 minutes ago, and this is absolutely true. Okay, my dad didn't do two years in prison for not working. What? You got me no. there. But Sona walked in 45 minutes ago and learned for the first time that Tom Brady had retired yes, from football. Yes, that is actually very true. I had you heard, didn't know. I had heard they were, like, he was, they were like, oh, he might retire. And I was like, okay. And then I just found out that he had announced. You when did that out, happen? You found out Obama was president during his second term. That was, yeah. you were always tr and crazily misinformed. He had two terms? Yeah, he had two terms. Wow, yeah, okay. Maybe a little less of the edible, <laughs> a little more of the read the newspaper. Yeah. Um, um, anyway, I'm going to read a newspaper. <laughs> well, online. I know it's not cool to have paper. Uh, but anywho, you know, this is to contrast it. Cincinnati. Yeah. Okay, the Bengals. Uh, Cincinnati is giving kids the day off from school, the day after the Super Bowl. On Monday, everyone in Cincinnati has the day off. This has been declared like everyone, no school, regardless if they win or lose. What? Why? Yes. And in L.A., you could, you, no, no one even knows. In Cincinnati, they're shutting everything down. They're going to empty the hospitals. Uh, <laughs> they're going to have uh, bulldozers destroy the library so no what? one can use them on Monday. Everything's going to be completely shut down. They're not going to put fluoride in the water. Everything's being shut down okay. on that day. And no. it's just going to be all the, just lawlessness, craziness, Mad Max beyond Thunderdome. It's going to be nuts. All right. That's how seriously they're taking it. And then, of course, course, here we are in LA, but I feel the excitement in this room. Now that might be because I'm here and I'm hot, but what? that's not something you laugh at. I can't No, no, no. Tell. Eliminate the laughs there. That's terrible. Yeah, no, everyone at, laughed really hard at yeah, what you just said. The, that, was that was one of one our- of the better laughs. Yeah, it was. It was a big one. You know, instead of a, just a, I should have, I think I should have had appreciative nods for that. You think that you would have been like, hey, I'm so hot and everyone yeah, and would have been I like, think oh, a lot of yeah, women well, nodding yeah, like, well, are. yeah. And then some guys too, like, sure, yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, if his did eyes were so did a beady whoop? and he had some lips, I'd jump him. We've wasted enough time. and I Did we? And I think it's time. I think- I, I got out some of my feelings, which are powerful feelings about the Super Bowl. Okay. Well, but you got I, everybody in L.A. You attacked everyone here. So I uh, can't yeah, wait but, for this to come out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. There. First of all, like I said, I'm only offending hardcore Rams fans. And there's six of them, as we know. <laughs> <laughs> Two of them are stuck in the La Brea tar pits right now trying to get out. So good, 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 good luck. Oh, I'm so scared that the four surviving Rams fans will find me. Um, I am very excited about our guest. My guest today is a former running back 
who played in the NFL for 12 seasons. He was selected to the Pro Bowl five times, won a Super Bowl with the Seattle Seahawks in 2014, and has beaten me at video games many, many times in Super Bowl Clueless Gamers. Now he is expanding his Beast Mode brand with a marketing agency, Beast Mode Marketing. I am really thrilled. He is a fantastic man, a great, just a great person. I'm excited to chat with him today. Marshawn Lynch, let's get him out of here. Sean, how are you? Shit, I'm all right, big dog. What's going on? <laughs> You're the only guy that calls me big dog bro, since my mom. Bro, you're uh, tall as shit, bro. What's that? What's happening? Well, you call me, you come in and you called me big dog, which man, I love. Man, you tall as shit. First thing I got to say to you is I walked in. That's my assistant, Sona. Sona? Yeah, that's oh, Sona right there. there. Yeah. How you doing, Sona? Good, how are you? I'm smooth. I'm do you smooth. have any more of whatever you are feeling I right do, now? I do, <laughs> I do. You know, uh, Sona loves uh, edibles. Loves edibles? Them. Yeah. Loves, loves edibles, but she hasn't oh, been able to have any because she had twins. Okay. And she's breastfeeding and Thank you. the yeah. kids will like be floating on the ceiling. So, yeah. yeah. They might be feeling like me. <laughs> yeah. You can't have that. Not just yet. Marshawn, you're going to come around. You're going to wake up. Um, yeah, sooner or later. But one thing I want to say to you is, first of all, I saw you. You're one of my favorite people. You know that? Appreciate I, it, big I dog. I really do. Every time we've done anything together and shot anything, people love it because you are hilariously funny. You've just got this great aura. You really are. You're just a, you're a naturally very funny person. And then you proved it because you did this show, Murderville, with Will Arnett, and you killed that thing. I got to do an episode, you did an episode, and you were, you're a hilarious improviser, because that show is all improv. Facts. Yeah, was that fun to do? It, it was, and, and And you just jumped into it, and Will would throw all these situations at you, and you just went with it. Yeah, man, shit, most of the time, just say go, and then next thing I know, he, okay, well, where'd he go? And now I'm stuck <laughs> in a situation by myself, like, oh, okay, well, fuck it, what's up? That's a great approach to comedy. Uh, <laughs> by the way, many people have put half that much effort into it. <laughs> but, you know, I'm really amazed that uh, you did that. And I know that a lot of people say improv must be scary. You know, improv must be kind of scary to do, especially on a TV show. And I was thinking, Marshawn Lynch has had been in a Super Bowl You've been in so many situations where there are 11 guys trying to kill you, mm -hmm. physically Thanks. kill you. Improv is not going to scare Marshawn Lynch. Is that how it feels to you? Uh, a little bit, something like that. Yeah, you have yeah. these giant guys in your life. You spent 12 years, people trying to destroy your body. Uh, it's probably longer than that. How many years total? I mean, I, you had college into that and then four more years of high school. So you're probably looking at maybe 20, 20 plus years. 20 plus years of playing one of the hardest sports. And also, I want to point out to people, Marshawn was a Euro. You played four sports very well. You were a quadruple threat. You didn't just play football. Right. Right? You played baseball? Basketball. Okay, basketball, and then? Swimming. Swimming. And ran track. And you ran track. And you also did some wrestling. Yeah. I ran, and for two years I played women's field hockey. Get the fuck <laughs> out of here. <laughs> and you no one not. figured it out. And then they were like, wait a minute. She's terrible. Uh, <laughs> she's, terrible. she's the worst one on the team. And then uh, oh, the secret was out. God. What, are you, what are you talking about? I looked good in that skirt. I did. I look good. Well, you, don't, you never believe anything I'm telling you. 
No, I don't. Especially not that shit. Okay. Some things you throw out there, I'll let it fly. That one I'm not letting fly. Okay. I'm knocking that shit down. All right, <laughs> you're just going to take care of that. Um, yeah. Marshawn, you said something to me a couple of years ago, and it intrigued me. You said, Conan, if you came to Oakland and I showed you around, you'd have street cred. You'd get a hood pass. I'd get a hood pass. You'd get a hood pass for Let's sure. Let's talk about that for a little bit. You'd get a hood pass Do you pass really think sure. I'd get a hood pass? I know you would. I told you the hood fuck would come here. Oh, God. They fuck with you, bro. See, really? look. You got the crowd responding. <laughs> the people have spoken. The people have spoken. The that was, for this group, spoken. that was huge. Uh, a lot of people think I'm kind of a silly person, you know, and, and uh, kind of, a, well, a little bit of a fool. Um, you really think if, if you showed me around the, the neighborhood you, yeah, and you gave man. me a hood yeah. pass, people would respect me? Yeah, man. Take it to the high schools, the restaurants, you feel me, the dice games, you feel me, though, the trap. Smoke spots, dope spots, all the shit. You would, and you would do that for me. You would take yeah. me to all those places. Mm-hmm. Okay, would, what if I was dressed in a way that was like wearing super short shorts? Then we got a spot for you on E14. I mean, you laughing like you know what that is. I, I have no idea what that is, but I'm laughing because I don't want to feel left out. No, I don't know. <laughs> okay. Let's just let's just say you might make a couple dollars. <laughs> Oh, Listen, I'm interested. I think Sona gets it yeah. now. <laughs> Look, I'll make money any way I can make money. I'm not above doing what I have to do uh, to make hey. some coin. Uh, <laughs> by the way, that's where you really fell in love with sports, right? You were playing in the streets of Facts. Oakland. Facts. Where were, you was... play- where were you? Were you playing football in the streets? Yeah. I mean, we played it all. Yeah. Football, basketball, baseball. Anything that you could do to stay active, we right. probably did. Right. Doorbell ditch. You know anything about that? About what? Doorbell ditch. Oh, yeah. You ring the door mm-hmm. and, and you run away. As fast as you can. Yeah. I Rock never fights. got the second part right. No? I would ring the bell and then I would forget to run away. Everyone else would. Oh. And they'd answer the oh, door yeah. and they'd say, what do you want? And say, ha ha, doorbell ditch. And they'd say, you're still here, shithead. <laughs> Then they would beat you senselessly. They would beat me wow. yeah. senselessly. Yeah, 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 I got yeah. beat a lot in my day. Are you are you worried about losing your street cred if you take them around? Yeah, what happens to your... I mean, yeah, I feel like uh, that Here's might a question happen. right now. If I had a street cred monitor right now, you came out and your street cred monitor would read like 10,000 <laughs> when it's supposed to only go to 100. For Marshawn Lynch, it would go up to 10,000. But as you talk to me, so. it's plummeting, Marshawn. <laughs> it is plummeting. That's no, what's happening. No, I don't think that... that that ain't accurate. You don't think don't, that's accurate? No, that's not accurate. Okay. You think I'm boosting your street cred in any way? Yeah, because then I could probably go to Malibu or something. <laughs> and fuck with. Let and, me show you my Malibu. And go, and go fuck with. What's I'm going to show you my you Malibu. You seen that yeah, movie? Yeah, I'm going to take you Malibu, to... Malibu's Most Wanted. Yeah, with, I'm going to take you to B-Rap. And we're going to... Uh, <laughs> We're going to get you some moisturizer. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to take you to a Lululemon and we're going to get, yeah, we're going to get some good stuff there. I'm going to fix you up and then you're, you're going to be all set. That's what's going to happen. Hey, let me ask you a question. I've known you a long time. So when I saw you out in the hallway, I came up, I give you a big hug. And then I started to show you how strong I was, right? <laughs> I started to shake you around a little bit, didn't I? Now, there was some, I saw a little bit of fear in your eyes. Like, 
this guy's a top top notch athlete. Was am I reading into that? Why are you just giggling? One I want of the best. See, <laughs> what's that? One of the one of the biggest and the strongest. Me, yeah. right? Yeah. You got to finish yeah. those sentences because people to. need to understand. Conan O'Brien is <laughs> not what you think. I'm a big strong guy who probably would have had a pretty good career in the NFL, okay. right? Yeah, man. I would have threw you at it, tight end or D end and no. No? So, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to just jump in. Oh. No, no, no. no you don't think so? No. I think the question is, Marshawn, if he played football, how long would he be in the game before he had to be rushed to the hospital? <laughs> Come on. I think, I'd be, I think something no. would happen to me in the locker room before the game. Before started. it even started? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Before the game even started, oh, I'd get hurt man. trying to get water out of the water fountain. <laughs> I'd ship two teeth. I'd start shrieking. No, and man, they would hellevac nah. me out of there. No. Yeah, nah, totally. Nah, I think I would, I would fall apart. I doubt that. Nah, man. You look like... If, if anything, I think your hair would have carried you all the way through. Yes! <laughs> I wouldn't, I've been the first player who didn't wear a helmet. Um, because hey. I got to say, I have taken a lot of hits in my day. And this hair, and it's quite impressive in person. You can tell by the way the audience is responding to it. Um, <laughs> that uh, uh, that it is it absorbs. It absorbs energy better than any football helmet. So I take hits all the time. I don't even feel it. Is this hair. right? Yeah, that's a fact. Well, shit, I wish I yeah, if I fall, I bounce right back up again. <laughs> what Perfect. hits do you take in comedy? I don't understand. Trust me, comedy is a rougher thing than you can imagine. Oh, okay. Okay? okay. Sometimes the sarcasm gets pretty intense Uh-oh. and a guy can get hurt. You gotta protect yourself, bro. Yeah. Thank you. It's incredible to have the flexibility to work in all sorts of places, whether it's taking video calls from the park or emailing large files while you're grocery shopping. Sona, this is good for you. Is it? Because you're always doing whatever work you do for me from fun locations. But I like blaming it on not having reception. I know, but you can't do that here. Working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network, which is why you should check out T-Mobile, Sona. Okay. Then you got no excuses. They're America's largest and fastest 5G network. With T-Mobile, you'll be covered in more places with the 5G speed you need for your life on the go. Plus, they also cover more highway miles with 5G than anybody else. Check it out if you don't believe me. Hey, Blay, you've got T-Mobile, right? I do. I was actually just up in the woods in Idlewild. It was fantastic for the weekend. And uh, my T-Mobile didn't miss it. My T-Mobile phone didn't miss it. You know, I wouldn't think you'd need a cell phone because you speak so loudly into a microphone. (laughs) Well, I had to look some stuff up. Just take it. Just take it down. I didn't know what brunch was. I can hear him. When the restaurant's open for brunch. Okay. uh, So I used uh, my T-Mobile coverage to check out brunch. That's all right. Anyway, wherever you are, you know, take it from the loud speaking Blay. If you're on the go, you want to be in the know, you want to make the show. What? Uh, T-Mobile. Okay. That's the one for you. That was I should weird. have rhymed it with go. Anyway, yeah. find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. Fastest based on median overall combined 5G speeds according to analysis by Ookla of Speed Test Intelligence Data Q3 2023. C5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. way in today, Sona, I was thinking about just how much has changed over the years. Yeah. You know, when I was a kid, we were all dancing the jitterbug and the Watusi. Okay. And then you grow up now and there's mosh pits and everything's gone <laughs> cuckoo. There's this new thing called rap. I don't know what's happening anymore. But guess what? In a world full of change, there's one thing that hasn't changed. Mm-hmm. The great taste 
of Miller Lite. Are you with me on oh, this? Oh, yeah, I'm right there with you. Yeah, and you know, another thing that hasn't changed is that it's less filling. Yeah. I hate a filling beer. Yeah. When I have a filling beer, I just want to sit down in a beanbag chair for six days, but not oh. with Miller Lite. So what's the best thing about the original light beer? Mm -hmm. Back in 1975, the big debate in America was what's more important, that it, it's less filling Miller Lite or it tastes great. Yeah. The cool thing is when we all realized it's both. Okay. It's less filling and it tastes great. Yeah, all right. Everybody wins. Everybody wins. Miller Lite keeps it simple. Undebatable quality, great taste, only 96 calories. You don't have to choose what's best. Miller Lite has great taste and it's less filling. Tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Conan. Or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Yeah. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. Fewer cows and carbs than premium regular beer. <laughs> If most people are being honest, no one really knows what you do for work, right? Yeah, it's true. Yeah, especially if you're in a, what I like to call B2B. Oh, you know? what, what is that? I'll explain. Okay. That's a business doing business with other businesses. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I call it B2B. It's a little thing. It's also, uh, it's a boy band I'm working on. <laughs> anyway, fortunately, LinkedIn has a network of professionals who get what you do and you can reach the right people who matter most to your company because they're LinkedIn. Yeah. That's what they do. Yeah. LinkedIn has over, this is the fun part to say, one billion members. Are you serious? Yeah. That's not that's more people than are on Earth because there are people on the moon using it and Saturn. <laughs> that's one over one billion members on its platform, including 70 million decision makers. God, I'd like to meet a decision maker. Since LinkedIn members are regularly updating their work history, you can precisely build a target audience by job title, industry, company, and more. Man, you can reach the right people for your, I'm going to say it again, B2B business with LinkedIn ads. Yeah. Gets even better because LinkedIn will give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Hmm. There you go. Just go to linkedin.com slash Team Coco to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash Team Coco. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. I got to ask you, um, and this is a Super Bowl related question because I keep forgetting the Super Bowl is happening because uh, <laughs> everyone in L.A., do you get that vibe here? They don't get as intense about it. It depends on what time uh, you be outside. Yeah. What time are you outside? I, mean, I try to avoid the sun at all costs. What shit. So I come out at six in the morning, I look around, <laughs> and then I cover myself up with some leaves. <laughs> I don't know, but if you was if you live in the vamp life, then LA mm -hmm. LA showing out for the uh, uh, for the Super Bowl. Yeah. Because yeah. last night it was it was a movie. Last night was intense. Yeah, it was a movie last night. Yeah. Uh, maybe. Well, what did you see? Did you see the other thing I've noticed is that some celebrities are loyal to the Rams and have been since the Rams showed up. But then I get suspicious of these celebrities that suddenly show up when they're in the Super Bowl. Mm. You know? Now, I don't want to name yeah. names. You got some never... bandwagon fans. What's that? Why? Well, suddenly, fans. that's the thing I'm thinking about is when suddenly they're cutting away, because I've been following the last couple of Rams games and I see more and more celebrities each time, you mm -hmm. know? 
And then suddenly you're you're like, oh, it's the cast of Selling Sunsets on the sideline. You're like, what are they doing here? No, you know? no, you're excited to see them. Don't act like you're like, what are they doing here? You're like, oh my God, it's Chriselle. There's Chriselle. <laughs> I hope she's going. I hope the breakup went okay. <laughs> she's got a new house she wants to sell, but. Um, but that's when I get a little suspicious, you know. Who's that? Good question. Yeah, exactly. Who's that? Yeah, you know, Chriselle from Selling Sunset. They sell I got to show you my LA. That's what I got to show you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, you got to take me to your hood. Let me see your yeah. hood. Um, see how you fucking. <laughs> but let me ask you something. If you've played the game, NFL player at your level, do you watch the game? Is it different for you to watch the game than it is for an average fan? How does someone who's been there watch the game? I mean, <laughs> realistically, it just probably depends on what type of level of intoxication I'm at. <laughs> okay. uh, my By the way, Marshawn, this is an intervention. This isn't a, these people here, they're not here to see the podcast. Um, man. We all love you, and we're here for you, and we want the old Marshawn back. Oh, man. Oh, wait a minute. This is the this, old Marshawn. Yeah, man, just older. That's but, how I go. But, 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 but do you watch, when you, are you watching it and watching, like, I wouldn't have done that, or I would have done that differently or I mean when I'm watching a game I just probably having fun so right because you can get really wrapped up in it and think no one else you and and very few other people know what it's like to be in that situation mm -hmm. and you probably know when someone gets hit man that that one hurt hell yeah most definitely and it's usually the ones you don't see but you know, I don't know when you get them pals that's that's usually the ones that really fuck you up because then you got to think you got maybe maybe a thousand pounds worth of people on top of you. And then, you know, depending on how strong and what they really doing, that adds a, another couple pounds and punches and eye gouges. So and, that is happening and, when, because that's another thing. This is, I'm just fascinated to hear about this, but when you were at the bottom of that pile, and man, you were on the, you know, when they finally could catch you, there'd be 30 guys on top of you and sometimes they just start to build a house on top oh, of that. Man. Like, they, you know, like, up. let's yeah. build a 7-Eleven here while we're at it. Um, right here. And you're at the bottom. What are they doing to you? Are they really punching you are and you, stuff? I mean, there's a lot of shit going on down there. Are, people, are of, people saying stuff? A lot of talk, shit talking, all kind of shit be going on in there. There's like a whole, like a little community down there. <laughs> It's all type of shit. Man, man, man. I think That's I fascinating even, I to me. I think I even bust a couple knocks down at the bottom of the uh, at the pile a couple times, but you know, it's just all kind of shit. That and people on. were talking to each other and saying stuff. Yeah, like, what's up, bro? What are we doing after the? You feel me? After the situation, <laughs> we getting out? Oh yeah, all right. I'll meet you over there. Or, hey, I liked it that. Big pile. The refs are trying to separate you guys. But while you're in there, you're talking about like, you know, I found a really good sleepy time tea. I found mm. no, I, I found one that just knocks me out. It's really good. Yeah, a.k.a. Hennessy, if that's what you call your sleepy time tea. Okay, hey, we going to go get some shots after? Yeah, bro. But get your ass off me, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> and then, I mean, you know, a lot of them, you know, a lot of us be having close relationships too. So tell, hey, tell your cousin when I come back in town, I'ma holla at him. You feel me? Hey, make sure the kids know I said what's up. Tell moms I said what's good, bro. You feel me? All right, I'ma holla at you in a minute, boy. She, oh, she at the game. She gonna be in the back. All right, I'ma pull up over there. This, kind of this is all happening while you're piled on top of each other. That's fantastic. And then like you got. About you ever hear one guy say to another guy, "I've always loved you." <laughs> Kings, no. No, okay. Nah, that Nothing. don't. Okay. Just nah, that. Hey, let me ask you about beast mode because 
you've got this term that you've now turned into a, a powerful, you've got this, this company. And um, mm-hmm. it is something that you, uh, this term that you came up with when you would go into beast mode, it was like a superpower. <laughs> and it really was like you go into beast mode. And I used to think, can you control when you go into beast mode? Or is it like the Hulk where it happens? You can't, it's happening now and I can't stop it. And then you shit know? fucked up. What's that? I said, and then shit get fucked up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you got me thinking like I'm goddamn superhero or something. You are. Yeah, I, I mean, first of all, I, you're, I, I look at your highlights. I've never seen anyone play like you. The way that you would just, you were unstoppable unstoppable and people would you know agree you had gone into some other gear that other human yeah, beings well don't I mean have. I, what I think it is it more so I just think it's my mindset more than anything and yeah I can control that I believe I mean well now I can but you know probably early on when why I can't you know control it f- now? If you saw like a bank robbery happening, you couldn't say beast mode activate. Hell no. Nah. And then and then just break that shit up. Hell no, nah. watch their ass from a distance. Somebody getting paid to stop them. That ain't that's not my job. <laughs> shit. <laughs> I got a lane and I stay in that motherfucker. <laughs> stopping bank robbers is not that's not great. my job. I don't do that. Right. <laughs> so good. Good. Okay. All right. Well, I just I didn't know how much control you had over it yeah, in real life. For like real, for real. you know, someone comes. <laughs> you know, someone says like like my wife always brings me the jar to open it because she she can't open it. She can't open the mayonnaise jar. <laughs> you could just be like beast mode, you know, and probably yeah. not even touch it. Just look at it. Yeah. Give it that look. And <laughs> pop open. <laughs> I wish I had that much control over it. I mean, you know, maybe in my next phase. But as of right now, now nah, I still got to pop that motherfucker open. But no, nah, I think it's more so just my mindset and uh, the way that I, you know, prepared and shit don't want to be stopped. At that point in time, it's more so just like, shit, we going we gonna to headbutt all day. Because I like that shit. Do you miss that? No. I mean, it's so tough on the body. But do you miss it at all? No. 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 <laughs> Big dog, that shit hurt. <laughs> that shit hurt. You, know you hurt I mean? for the whole week I'm, afterwards, practically. Oh, right? man, you know what? To be honest with you, um, it'll be in, probably until that following Saturday, Sunday is when the body start feeling ready again. Right. But all during that week, the whole the whole week is just preparation to get your body back to feeling normal. So that's what? five, six days of just maintenance on your body to make sure that you're right to go and get into what they call it, another car accident. They say, yeah. ask one of the trainers like, hey man, you know, cause they say oh, each hit is like, a, it's considered a, a car crash. So I'd ask them, well, how many car crashes do you think I would get into every game? Say on average, maybe from seven to nine. Jesus. And I'm like, what kind of car crashes is these? <laughs> you know, it's like little fender bender or this some shit then broke off. It about some shit then broke off. <laughs> I'm like, damn, I didn't survive, bro. Yeah, hella car crashes. I was excited about that shit. <laughs> but I mean, you think about it. You think about what your body went through all those years, and you're right. The forces on your body are like a car crash. Yeah. And it's happening multiple times. You think about how many games you play in a year, how many years you did it. How do you feel now? Like, does your body feel like it's healed itself? Do you have, sometimes do you feel something go like, oh man, that's just never going to feel good again, that knee or that hip? Nah, well, what, what it is, is uh, I still practice, uh, you know, and taking care of my body. But mm-hmm. I mean, it's not as extensive as it was when I was playing. But, you know, I still try to do 
little things to maintain it so I don't get to that point. But hell yeah, I wake up sometimes like, God damn, what the fuck is this? And then I can remember like, oh shit, I remember I got hit back in shit 2011. I wake up feeling that way, but I have no reason to feel that way. <laughs> I mean, I did not play in the NFL for all those years. Do you know what I mean? No. I don't know what I did. No, you know? nothing close to what he's been through. Yeah. Yeah, there's no reason for you to feel that way. But I you said you just had twins, mama. Yeah, I did. That was a lot Shit. too. How many He's car accidents is that? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's, that's right. A twin. Car. She had twins. Yeah. I mean, talk about respect. Yeah. Um, you, you, you had just a little mama too. You had. She oh, had thank twins. You. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. And I told her, you better be at work the next day too. <laughs> yeah. You made me come into work. I don't like. Yeah, you I know, need some time off not on my company yeah oh wait a minute that's illegal forget that um, not on my dime no 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 she's but that I mean you think about that I think about uh, my wife had two kids and I just think about I mean yes we talk about athletes getting hit like this all the time yeah. you feel like what women do to bring us into the world I know huh? it's insane Shit. and you did it twice all that one wop god damn girl. thank you yeah. yeah congratulations thank you so again. much yeah. Thank you. That's tough. That's tough. <laughs> yeah. That's you're, what you did is wow. tough. Yeah, that was. Marshawn, you look like you're contemplating uh, what a woman goes through for, in childbirth for the first time ever. <laughs> it's really hitting you. You're like, wow. No, huh? No, because I never compa- looked at it as a comparison to, you feel me, car accident, playing football, going to smash my head into a motherfucker, and then just pushing out two babies from that little place. <laughs> So really, of the three of us, I'm the only one here that hasn't done shit. No, yeah, yeah. But oh, you now, got oh, hair though. That's really behind yeah, that. Okay. But that's you got fantastic. the but you got the hair though. What, that's Marshawn? true. The true. No. The hair. You don't, no, the hair no. takes an incredible Man, amount of. Don't try to make him feel better. No, I'm just saying though, because it's been a long time. Like I used to see this show. Like, damn, who the fuck is this big ass, tall, big head, <laughs> and that hair thing? So I always, you feel me? And then I got an opportunity. I forgot which Super Bowl it was. Yeah, we like, played uh, we played video games together man. in a Clueless Gamer segment, and you were hilarious. People loved it, and you got to meet me for the first time and see that yeah, that hair I is said, real. I, I had no idea that he was that goddamn tall with that big ass orange thing on his head. Yeah, and I thought it was just like not real, but it was actually real. So he did He's like this thing. I, I shook my head around. Hey, look. It did. You thought you thought it was gonna come, you thought it was gonna come flying off like a wig. But then it go right back in place. You tell me I haven't been through shit. Look at this. And that's her. Look, the motherfucker go right back in place. Bro, so I, you feel me? So I was I was thrown off, and then you feel me when I was while we was up there kicking and talking shit. I'm like, damn, this he actually really raw as fuck with this shit, and I was like, damn. So I think that's how uh, uh, it became that you feel me I was like oh yeah this this is a friend though but he told me it was gonna come to a bike riding thing that I do uh-huh. he ain't came yet so I'm I'm calling him out Ooh. on that I'll do it alright is this for family first yeah yeah for the I, would, I, would, I, would, I would I would love to do I, yeah. I seriously and, and I used to work all the time every day constantly do a show plus a podcast plus all my other illegal activities uh, <laughs> But um, I have a whole other stuff going on that you can't know about. But um, and it's got to stop because they're going to catch me soon. But uh, but no, I would love to do that. And you know what? I, this is something that a lot of people know about you, but 
really needs to be said again here. You started this family first project and it really does express your strong feelings about family and friends comes before fame and comes before money and you walk the walk. I appreciate it, big dog. Yeah. That's Sally. Yeah. I mean you're I mean I see what you do at Thanksgiving when you're getting food Mm -hmm. into the into the neighborhoods. You're and you're doing everything you can. And I think sometimes there's a lot of people that think I got here because of my skill, my ability, and so why should I have to share anything? You reflect a philosophy that I believe, which is I didn't get here by myself. You've been very vocal about your mom and how if your mom hadn't been there, things might have turned out very differently for you or it hadn't been such a great figure in your life. Facts. That's the facts. Yeah. Hell yeah, I know shit. Because I remember I'm a, coming out of jail the first time, my mama like, boy, where your ass at? I'm about to beat the shit out of you. <laughs> <laughs> like, mama, you she just... said that when she first saw you? Nah, she said that to me when I first talked to her on the phone. Mm-hmm. She said, boy, where the hell you at? I'm finna come beat your ass. What the hell you mean you getting out of jail? <laughs> and I was like, shit. In my head, I'm thinking like, mama, you know I'm a, you know I'm a grown ass man. And I'm like, I don't even think she gave, like, two fucks about that. Like, boy, as soon as I see you, I'm going to beat the brakes off your ass. And I'm like, shit, I didn't go see you. <laughs> you avoided your mom. <laughs> you're, in, you're more afraid of your mom than jail. Uh, man, you're like, you're free to go, Mr. Man, Lynch. I, no, I'll stay here. You know what? I'm I, good. Go, I, I, look, in the black community, boy, I'm telling you, that mama is a monster. Where do you think that beast mode shit really comes from? <laughs> <laughs> Where do you think that beast mode shit really comes from? Moms wasn't playing no games. And shit, moms was a, was a, was a 200 track star, too. So it wasn't that if I decided to run, like, you hear them feet right behind you. <laughs> That's when you had to get agile. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> We're going to have to see if your ass can get some of these these juke, juke, jukies. Them juke moves on her. Hit a 42 fake on her so quick. I had to. You're basically saying that your mom made you this great athlete because she was so fast and you had to outrun her. You had to. Did you ever picture when you were playing in a Super Bowl and you've got the ball and you're you're running for the goal line and they're after you? And did you ever picture my mom's behind me? They go, mom's, you hear them feet. <laughs> That's them bare feet, too. I don't know what it is about me. For whatever reason, whenever we was racing back in the hood and shit, I don't know why we used to do that. Everybody used to take their shoes off and, and run barefooted. And I don't know why. Every time you step on something, it's guaranteed you're going to step on something. But you rather take the pain of stepping on something than losing a, in a feet race on really? concrete straight up. Yeah. But my mama used to take them shoes off boy, and get the booking. I would never, yeah. ever take my sneakers off no. and run on concrete no. because my feet would shatter instantly. They would. <laughs> they were, my feet are basically little, little Hummel figurines that you collect. They're little collectible... You know, they're like made of clay and they would just shatter my feet. They're porcelain. They're porcelain. Yeah, yeah. Very very beautiful. Very beautiful and delicate. Yeah. Gorgeous feet. (laughs) Gorgeous, sexy porcelain feet. Yeah. I'm telling you. But for your street cred, you probably have to run uh, barefoot. Yeah, that's going to hurt my street cred. No, it ain't. You're going going to have to do it. Because you tell them, you line it up, they're going to tell you, line it up. 
All right, you talking all that shit, line it up. And the first thing you see him do for anybody who accept an ample. They take the sneakers off. <laughs> Really? And the sneakers come off. I didn't know that. I didn't know that the sneakers come off. You know what I'd do? I'd take my sneakers off and I'd have other sneakers on underneath. <laughs> Little smaller, smaller sneakers that are and I'd paint them to look like my feet. And people would say, like, he's got weird ass feet. They're kind of sneaker shaped, and they say Nike on the side, but they've got little toes painted on them. And then I would say, win? "I'm ready to go." Did he win or lose? Yeah, I would lose. Oh man, so shit! You, well, hey. let's figure let's figure this out because I want to come. I want you to show me around. I will participate. I want to help your cause. I, I want to be there. So let's so you figure know it we, out. All right. So how long is the bike ride? Twenty four miles. Okay, this isn't happening. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, shit. I didn't tell you my heart is also made of porcelain. Hey, no, it shatters no, no. It's not a, no, it's no, no, not no. a I'm race. Actually, I'm actually in decent shape. It's and not I would, a race. And I, and I love to ride. And I would, I, I seriously, I'll ship my bike up. I'll come up and I'll ride. And then we'll visit your hood. And um, I will either get cred or you will lose your cred. So we're going to get you the starter pack. We're going to get you, we got for sure going to get you a bank. No, we can't get you a bank. Why? He can't cover that hair, bro. That's the Johnny Bravo hair, bro. It's just... Uh, I've been... Damn, bro. I've been trying to... Man, I've been... finally figured out. You finally, finally figured out where it comes from. Man. Yes. I stole this hair from Johnny Bravo. Fuck. Look at that. Look at that. Look what I can do with it. See, look, man, I... I got powers. That's I, my beast mode yeah, right there. Man. Someday my hair isn't there and I'm, it's just flopping down and I'm in a, a funk and then other time and then I get you've seen it, Sona, I get yeah. crazed and the hair just comes up to action. Yeah. It's, yeah. We're gonna get you some J's too. What's your favorite number? Uh I guess uh twenty nine. All right. I don't know if Jordan they got Jordan twenty nines. I'm pretty sure they do. I see what you're doing. We gonna you don't get you trust some J's. me to dress cool. That's no, what's happening No, here. no, no, yeah. but when That's you That's exactly look, what's happening here. See, look, He's, man. This is all coming up. It's always, Marshawn's a really nice guy, and, and now you're like, no, we're getting you new underwear, too. No, nah, bro, you, you, wear, trust- you wear whatever kind of drawers you want to, bro, but I'm just saying, as far as y'all, you feel me? I like to go commando, you know hey, what I'm saying? Hey, come well, come on. on, that's something America needed to hear. Hey, man, more power to you. I gotta let that stuff you. breathe, you know? But we gonna get you some J's, you uh-huh. feel me? We gonna get you some... some uh, some purple jeans, get you a dope era hoodie, you feel me though? All right. And we gonna have you out there sliding and hella shit. You gonna, you gonna fuck with it. Can you get that wheel up? Yeah, I can get the wheel up, but then it keeps going and I crash. I don't get the wheel up and keep it up. No, nah, we don't need you to crash, but maybe wheel up, wheel down, fuck with it a little bit. I, 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 get in. I'll do some and tricks. We'll I'll do like some that. stuff. I'm going to get very badly hurt, but I'm going to do whatever nah, you tell me to I'm, do. Nah, that's not. No, I want to go. I want to help out because I'm very impressed with uh, with what you're doing. And I, I think it it's very meaningful. Straight up. I appreciate it. Now, tell me about your, this other business venture. This is uh, Beast Mode. Tell me about this this vet, this business venture that you're doing. You've got a lot beast going mode on. marketing. Yeah, beast mode marketing. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, I wasn't really feeling uh, the marketing side of the company that I was dealing with. Mm-hmm. So then uh, I had a young running back that's from the Bay Area was coming. I was like, "Hey, bro, I want you to represent me." And I'm like, "What you mean? Like, I want you to represent me? Like my agent and shit?" I'm like, "Oh no, bro, I can't do that, bro. Like, that's 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 not my lane." I'm like, but I'm be able to help you on some marketing shit. He like, cool. I, I want you to do my marketing. I'm like, 
you sure? He's like, yeah. So I was like, fuck, okay. So I got with B. Uh, we went and got a, a business for it. And ever since then, we've just been rocking. So it really just came came together just basically off uh, one of my little homies needed some uh, some help. So I went ahead and created a business for him. That's, I mean, <laughs> to me, what you essentially did is you're a huge star. You are very well liked. And you, people love seeing you in commercials. And you said, you know what? This is not... I don't think I'm being heard. I'm going to do this for myself with my friends, and we're going to do this in a way that makes sense for me. Which us, it, yeah, makes sense for us. When I think about things, it's just me. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it's Conan O'Brien needs a friend. It's Team Coco. You see how it works. Oh, yeah, I took a limo here and I made Sona walk. Uh, he didn't uh, let me take my car. Either. Yeah, yeah. No. I won't. Eat. She has walk. a car. I won't let her yeah. use it. I, she has to walk. No, uh, I'm I'm kidding. But I but I th- I think what you did was you took control yourself, and that's a part of your personality you've always had, which is I'm not going to do something I don't want to do. You Facts. know, you are very very um, vocal about the fact that you are in control of your destiny, and you know who you are. You're not looking to please everybody else. A lot of young athletes out there who think, well, I got to play the game. I just got to keep playing the game. The leg work in that, too, is it started, uh, you know, a long time ago. And I mean, the trials and tribulations that I done been through, uh, you know, I say with, you know, building that, you know, there was, you know, times where, you know, I jeopardized my career mm-hmm. by doing some of the shit that I was doing. And, you know, when the, when the backfire and shit hit the fan, it was like, oh, OK, well, now you can also play the game on this type of situation and you know, go and do the, oh, yeah, you know, I, I messed up and, uh, you know, all that type of shit. And I was like, well, to be honest with you, I knew exactly what it was all doing. So I'm going to stand on my own ten toes. I, yeah, I did that shit. And, man, you know what? You know, I mean, I just took accountability and ownership for the shit that I did. And, mm-hmm. you know, we go play somewhere and they, hey, you fucking asshole. You ain't shit. You did X, Y, and Z and you was in jail. Like, yeah, you right up. You goddamn right, motherfucker. And if you don't shut your ass up, I might be going back because I come up there and you know what's up. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. That's not what we want. Go ahead. Have a good game. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. That motherfucker did just get in trouble for doing some shit like Hey, no, that's cool. But I mean, you know, just, well, you know who you are. But you know learning, who you are, and a lot of people don't. A lot of people are unco- or they're trying to figure out who they are. They're trying to manufacture who they are. You right? got to be you. You got to be comfortable. You got to be comfortable. You got to be comfortable when you take them shoes off and then you ten toes down. Mm-hmm. You got to be. You got to be comfortable. And I, I don't. I don't feel a lot of people. You know, a lot of people are. I mean, they can, you know, pr- pretend that they are and they can put it out there as if they is, but. Shit, when I go to sleep at night, I, shit, I be slobbing the hell of shit because I'm getting that good, that good rest when I do decide to go to sleep. <laughs> but yeah, I'm you're getting, not. Are you turning in at nine? A little warm milk and then you turn right in. Yeah. Watch some Matlock and then just pass out. Ooh, you aging me, huh? Yeah, Damn, I, I, could, I remember I, that shit. I spotted you as a Matlock fan Man, a long time ago. Ace. You got Matlock written all over you. Man, that's sometimes that's the only thing that come through on that on my little TV with the black and white and the lines going through that motherfucker. I remember that time. And I, I don't know what the hell you know going what we on, used but to it do was the most we entertaining kids? shit on TV. Like now, there's a million things on TV all the time because you've got so much, so many choices. When we were kids, we watched what was on. 
So you'd turn on the TV and there's like, there's a Catholic mass on channel four. And you'd say like, we're not gonna do that. And nah. then you turn to another station and it's some old black and white movie. That's what we're watching. Yeah. Cause there's no such thing as, I'm you know. Clicking yeah. that goddamn knob. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, I'm telling you straight up. Uh -huh. But now you could go on Netflix and turn on Motorville and be like, damn, look at blood up there. You <laughs> tripping right now. Hey, no. I got to ask you, where are you going to be watching the Super Bowl? Because uh, whatever be party watching? you're at is going to be the party to be at. I haven't put too much thought into it. But wherever you show up is going to be the place to be. I will tell you, you have that power. He doesn't want to tell you in case you come. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, no, real talk, though. Come in, it's not like you feel me when I yeah. go to our Hello, fellows, I'm here. <laughs> I'm ready to watch people toss the pigskin around. But hold on, man. I brought rice pudding <laughs> for everybody. Which, which, which show was it, man? I gave, I gave you your, I gave you your hood slang, and I gave, I told you, you got, you got a phrase that when you come to the hood, you gotta say it. Oh damn it! I don't remember. I don't remember. What no. It was. What was it? Do you? Remember? You it. You it. <laughs> you it. You it. That's right. I, I have to say you it, right? You it. <laughs> So what does that mean? Why am I saying that? I'm going to walk around Oakland going, you is. You, not you is. What? You is. You eat. You eat. I'm trying to get it. Right there. You eat. You eat. You eat. You eat. There you go. You eat. Yeah. What is happening? Well, <laughs> you eat. I can't stop now. I'm telling you. you I'm going to do that in Oakland. On your bike. You on eat. On my bike. I'm going to get on a very small tricycle. Oh. Wear super short shorts and a hat with a feather in it and drive around Oakland going, you eat. <laughs> you eat. And I'll never be heard from again. Nah, that ain't the facts. That ain't the facts, man. Marshawn, you are one of my favorite people. I say that with great honesty. You are funny. Obviously, you're an incredibly talented athlete, but that's just 1% of what you are. You're just such a great spirit, and everyone knows it. I think that's the other nice thing yeah. is that when you show up in a commercial, when you show up anywhere, people are happy because you radiate. You radiate good stuff. Mm -hmm. You really do. You're a good person. And I admire you. I can't wait to come up to Oakland. I'm really coming. And right. uh, you and everyone can laugh at me as much as you want. I don't care. <laughs> I'm, I'll be there to be laughed at. Nah, right? man, we're going to laugh with you, big dog. We're going to laugh with you. I think there's going to be some of both. <laughs> hey, Marshawn Lynch, thank you so much for being no here. Thank, yeah, thank, real thank honor you. to have you here. Marshawn Lynch, care. everybody. It's nice to meet you. Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend is sponsored by ADT. Now ADT professionally installs Google Nest products so your home is safe and smart. You can check in on your home and manage your security systems from virtually anywhere. Google Nest cams can tell the difference between a person, an animal, a vehicle, or with the Nest doorbell, even a package. You can know that there's a package out there. I know. And not a person. You don't have to that do helps. anything. Yeah, sometimes a person rings the doorbell and I think it's a package. Anyway, <laughs> and with Nest Aware as part of your monthly ADT service, you can get 30 days of event video history, even smarter notifications like when a familiar or unfamiliar face is seen. Plus, when every second counts, you can trust ADT's 24-7 professional monitoring. You can view video of an alarm event and verify or cancel an alarm with just a tap. I'm always setting off alarms accidentally. This is helpful for me. Oh, good. When the most trusted name in home security adds the intelligence of Google, well, you got a home with no worries. Go to ADT.com today 
or call 1-800-ADT-ASAP. Google, Nest Cam, Nest Doorbell, and Nest Aware are trademarks of Google LLC. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all sometimes have issues or things we need to talk about, get off our chest. I have that all the time. Don't you, Sona? I do. Yeah, and we need people to talk to. And we carry around different stressors. We carry big stressors. We carry small stressors. Uh, I was raised in a culture where you're supposed to kind of bottle it up, and I've learned over time that that's not the best thing to do. If you do let things rattle around in there for a while without talking it out, it can affect your life very negatively. Well, therapy is a safe space where you can get things off your chest, figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. BetterHelp's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. A lot of people have a barrier towards getting therapy because they think, well, I don't know, I've got to find the person, talk to them. What if I? it's not a good match? I, then it's awkward. None of that. You just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and then you switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Conan today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Conan. I swear to God, he is, I get to talk to everybody. Yeah. I've been, I've been able to meet everybody. And then there's something about him that's so completely unusual and different. He's so authentic. Mm-hmm. He's, he's got this aura. He's like the coolest guy in the room. He's the nicest guy in the room. He's the funniest guy in the room. And he's, he tells it like it is, which is amazing. And I love when you two get together. There's some, I think it's because you're, I'm not saying this to hurt your feelings. You're very different from each other. As in like, he's like very laid back. And, and he's chill. And he's an amazing uh, athlete. He's that, an amazing athlete. And he's respected. And he's respected. <laughs> and this is, uh, this is just the worst. You know, he's just, he, uh-huh. he exudes, yeah, yeah. He, you he, know, confidence. He was one of the greats at what he did. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. No. Uh, oh. <laughs> listen. Damn it. Um, no, but I, I mean, I, I, yeah. like, I like when you two get together. It's no, we fun. always have a good time. And, uh, and it is one of those pairings that no one would would see coming yeah like it's conan and marshall Lynch, <laughs> and then it's delightful like it's just so much yeah. fun and i just love him he i don't think he's always looking at me like why am i with this guy yeah but i think he has affection for me but he's also looking over at me like i can't believe he really looks like that yeah <laughs> he I, loves your hair i can't believe he stuck with that choice um, well, anyway, we have uh, something a little different we're going to do today. On the podcast, occasionally, we have uh, fans call in and they ask a question. And we thought maybe since we do have an audience here, um, maybe if anybody does have a question for myself or for Sona or for both of us, you might want to ask it right now. We're going to ask, believe it or not, Sona has an assistant who assists her. It's David Hopping. Let's bring him out here. Yay! Now... I want to talk to David for a second. First of all, um, uh, David, why does Sona have an assistant when her job is to assist me and she doesn't really assist me that much? So what's what's the deal? Well, she's busy doing other things. Yeah. No, long before, long before (laughs) she had twins, long before these twins were even on the horizon, she was like, I need help. (laughs) 
enter David Hopping, and I you've mean, been fantastic. It has been. Thank God she did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> For me. Yeah. Well, you know, and I just want to do a quick plug. You have your own podcast. Let's I get do. A, yeah. Tell us about that. Uh, it's called Back to the Best. I host it with my friend Grace Isaacs, and, and it's quite good. Thank you. Yeah. It's yeah. All about '90s and 2000s, like Disney Channel and things that we grew up watching. Yeah. I can't believe you just named uh, you. So we grew up watching that stuff when you '90s and 2000s. I was. Mm-hmm. I was old then. <laughs> when you talk nostalgically about, oh, the late 2000s. <laughs> Remember, I was a little boy and I used to think someday, and I'm like, what are you talking about? I was 70 then. Um, but thank you for helping Sona help me. Of course. You you really are, you, you get it done. Now he's just really mostly helping you and I'm just kind of, sat back and let him just take over my job. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you also know a lot though. Yeah. But well, you just know, to talk about television. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's about work just or anything. Catch up. Well, David, do you mind going out and seeing if there's anybody out there in this crowd of 20 people yes. responsibly masked and distanced to see if anybody, uh, there's a hand up They've right there. If they have right a question. Yeah. Great shirt. Hey, hey guys. Thanks. So my question is, uh, what can we know about the new show that you'll be doing and when can we expect it? And would you still be doing the remotes that we all love? Okay, uh, that's a very good question. Question is, first of all, um, it's the same question that uh, HBO Max is asking me all the time. <laughs> so Conan, that show that you were going to do right after the old one. Uh-huh. Guys, you ever have a term paper when you were in high school and it was due on a Thursday? <laughs> And Thursday came by, you didn't have it. No, uh, we are working on something. I can't tell you exactly when it's when it's going to come out. It will not be a night to night show, um, and I can't say too much about it. But what I will say is that um, what I'd like to do or focus on is the stuff I do that I think maybe I'm particularly useful at or or adept at. I want to double down on all that. So when you talk about remotes and things where I'm with real people and in real situations, that's exactly the kind of stuff that I'm thinking about. And that's what I want to do is, it's a real, uh, it's just a joy. When I walk around, people come up to me and because of YouTube, there's all this stuff. Some with with Sona, there's there's stuff with, uh, obviously with Kevin Hart and Ice Cube, but then there's stuff, you know, when I go to the American Girls store and I'm, uh, 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 you know. The commercial acting one I loved. Um, yeah, there's just so many different, of really so many ones. different ones. And some of them, you know, from the old show, from the late night show, going back to the, to the 90s, uh, which is crazy to say that now. But um, those, those are really meaningful to me. And I love, people will come up to me and they have just seen them. And I mean, all over the world. If I go, when I travel, people will say, yeah, I just saw that one where you went to uh, a Korean spa. Yeah. You know, um, and I saw your whole body and I can't unsee it. Uh, yeah. In, in, in countries where your show never aired, they know you because of, of YouTube and your remotes. And yeah, stuff. and yeah. it's really nice because uh, the stuff that I like about that comedy is, um, and, and the Jordan stuff, people go crazy yep. for the Jordan stuff and Jordan in Italy and just the different times. I mean, I've, and, and I mean, I've been in parts of the world, you know, I was in, uh, I think I was in Ghana and someone on the street asked me, is Jordan for real? How much of that? Is I'm like, I'm in Africa. Yeah. <laughs> How do you well, even know who I am? But they do, they know. Yeah. And it's really uh, a joy. And so I'd like to, I would like to add to that 
um, mountain of foolishness. I would love to add some more foolishness to that mountain. But thank you. That was a really nice question. David, do you, does anyone else here have a Who question else? for me? Conan, hey, Sona. Hey. Uh, hey. Conan, your Murderville episode was awesome. Just oh, to thank say, you. So was Marshawn's. Um, how did that come about? And do you think that you would do more stuff like that? And do people approach you to, to make appearances like that? Well, I, um, that's, that's a good question, too. Uh, so I'll, I'll tell you exactly what happened. A lot of things I say no to because it just doesn't feel right. I get a text, it's Will Arnett, and he says, I, can I get on the phone with you? And um, I said, sure. So he basically said, hey, I'm doing this project. It's a really silly detective show, and I'm always teamed with someone who doesn't know what's happening. It'll be two days of shooting in the Valley. And Will Arnett is one of my favorite funny people. So when all, he didn't even finish the sentence. And I said, yes. And then he did that thing where he was like, I mean, uh, I think it'd be really good. You know, he- That's a great Will Arnett. Uh, <laughs> GMC trucks. Uh. <laughs> and then it's quite strange. They don't tell you anything. All I knew was that I was a trainee and you're in your trailer. They come in, hair, makeup. You're waiting, you're waiting, you're waiting. Then they bring you into this giant warehouse where they're shooting and they bring you in the back. And I haven't even seen Will yet. I haven't seen anybody. And I'm behind a door. And they say, when someone taps, you go in. And I can just barely hear what they're saying because I'm on the other side of all this, uh, you know, this set. And um, I'm quite a distance away. And I just hear, you've got a new partner. You know, not a new partner. I don't know. And well, here he is right now. Let's get him in here. And then someone just taps you on the back and you walk in. And the next thing you know, um, I haven't seen it yet myself, but people tell me I keep saluting people. You do. And um, I don't know what's happening. Yeah. And I just will say things and Will's trying to make me laugh and I'm trying to make Will laugh. And there are moments when you, you broke. And you oh, I had, the I had to. And you were just like having a really Yeah, he time. kept, you know, and, and um, there are little things like they bring this guy in in cuffs and this magician and then yes. he's pulling all this stuff out. And I'm like, don't people get searched when they, you know, <laughs> and, and Will does this thing where he laughs and holds his, so it, then it's really fun, but um, it's kind of like an escape room or something. Like you don't know what's happening. It's a really good idea. I think for a show, I've had a lot of people say, was the hot sauce thing real? And I was like, yes, it was really real. That yeah. was very hot, hot sauce. And Will kept putting more and more on. And my thing was, I'm going to eat as much of this as I can. And my eyes are watering. And then <laughs> when the scene was over, someone came walking up to me, everyone's masked and everything, but walking up to me with a big plastic bucket and said, if you need to throw up, <laughs> I'm like, you were prepared for me to throw up. They didn't give you like milk or anything. They, they Someone like, was standing there <laughs> with milk, but I think they were drinking it. Oh. Um, <laughs> Anyway, it was really fun to do. And yes, at this point, I like saying um, if something sounds like it could be interesting or different or fun, I'm really up for it. So I'm looking for those opportunities. Yes, question down here. David, you're doing a really good job. Thank you so much. Yeah. Hi, Sona. Hi, Conan. Uh, thank you for doing this, first of all. It's such oh, this great, was fun. Uh, like question, I said, we're this is a very nice facility. I'm not used to things, this level of professionalism. <laughs> like, we we use uh, tin cans and a string where we, so this is really cool. My question is, uh, we all know Sona has a book coming out very soon. We're very excited about that. Oh, thank you. Uh, would you ever consider writing a book? I think it'd be great. Yep. I want to see how Sona's book goes first. <laughs> Wait, why? Well, because, you know, I don't know. Uh, I mean, I've read through a lot of Sona's book, but, you know, what if 
I'm arrested after Sona's book comes out. I would be arrested. Well, yeah, but you're also, you know, the two of us should be arrested together. Yes, that's yeah, true. There's, that's there's true. plenty of us just acting like total idiots in the workplace. So, um, yeah. But uh, yeah, I am interested in one day writing. I've, uh, I had a very unusual show business life and a lot of crazy t twists and turns that to this day are hard to explain to people. Um, even Kevin Hart didn't quite know the story of how I got the show back in 93. And I was talking to him the other day. And when I told him how I got the first late night show, his jaw fell off. He just couldn't understand that that was my... So I've had a very improbable, weird, kooky career. I've been incredibly lucky uh, and um, had a lot of insane breaks and then crazy... Crazy good things happen, crazy bad things happen. And so I really do need to uh, write it all down. Mm -hmm. The one thing that sometimes gets in the way is I don't really want to like hurt people's feelings. And there's, a, if I really told the truth, you know, there's some people that might not be happy, mm. but Sona, you. you'll get over it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I would very much like to do that. So, um, yeah, but Sona's book, uh, I have read and it's really good. It's really funny. And the crazy thing is that it's all true. So yeah. I'm looking forward to and, it. And Conan wrote the foreword. For I wrote me, a foreword really, to the. It's I wrote, the best part of the book. No, no, no. <laughs> I think people are going to like this book because it's all exactly true, and you can't believe that she wasn't fired 150 <laughs> times, and you can't believe I wasn't fired 70 times. Yes, so exactly. I'm really looking forward to it, and it's called World's Worst Assistant. Yes, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Comes yeah. out in July. Perfect. Plug, perfect. Using title. your thing to plug my book. Yeah, well, please. <laughs> you can pre-order it now. Okay, take it easy. Yeah. All right, that's now what you're doing. Yeah, pre-order just... my book comes out July Okay, that's fine, yeah, also, that's Good. great. It's a lot of behind-the-scenes stories, yeah. real fun yeah. anecdotes. Yeah. Conan O'Brien wrote the foreword. Yeah, okay, we get it. Yeah, really great. Yeah, Help anything me. else you'd like to plug? Oh, uh, Sona's renting out her twins. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Mikey and Charlie are available for yard work. They can't quite stand yet, no, but you said one of them early. can kind of crawl, right? One of them is doing an army crawl. Yeah. So he can do some work. Right. I mean, you know, <laughs> their, dad, their dad is a former Soviet, so we're getting sure. them started pretty early. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. Well, Rest listen. my children. This is... My babies. And um, buy my book. Pre-order yeah. world, The World's Worst Assistant. You're a, just a terrible person. <laughs> You, the way you're you're selling, you're you like you're making Trump look shy. <laughs> you know. No, but no. pre-order right now. All right, stop it. Okay. All right, disgusting. You sick of me? Out July. All right, just the wrong. The world's worst assistant. Got to end the show. Uh, this has been uh, a lot of fun. I want to thank everyone at Sirius uh, for inviting us to do this because uh, this, as I say, this is a state of the art crazy nice spaceship mm -hmm. that they've let us use. And this was uh, really happy to be invited to come in here and do it. This and cool. um, I want to thank our audience who came in. And uh, you guys are very nice. Of course, David Hopping. Hey! Sonam Obsessian. Hey! Our, our, uh, our shout out to Matt Gorley, who couldn't be here today because he actually cares about his child and wanted to... <laughs> Uh, and uh, keep listening. We're really, we're really thrilled to do these podcasts, and we love that. Uh, we love our fans. You guys are the best. Thank you. Conan O'Brien meets a friend with Conan O'Brien, Sonam Obsessian, and Matt Gorley. Produced by me, Matt Gorley. 
Executive produced by Adam Sachs, Joanna Solitaroff, and Jeff Ross at Team Coco, and Colin Anderson and Cody Fisher at Earwolf. Theme song by The White Stripes. Incidental music by Jimmy Vivino. Take it away, Jimmy. Our supervising producer is Aaron Blair, and our associate talent producer is Jennifer Samples. Engineering by Will Beckton. Talent booking by Paula Davis, Gina Batista, and Britt Kahn. You can rate and review this show on Apple Podcasts, and you might find your review read on a future episode. Got a question for Conan? Call the Team Coco hotline at 323-451-2821 and leave a message. It, too, could be featured on a future episode. And if you haven't already, please subscribe to Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever fine podcasts are downloaded. This has been a Team Coco production in association with Earwolf. Justin and so good. Thousands of summer deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store. Save up to 60% on new arrivals from Vince, Rag & Bone, Adidas, Joe's, Marc Jacobs, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. But hurry for first dibs. Get your summer favorites up to 60% off at Nordstrom Rack today. Great brands, great prices. That's why you rack. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers. But you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader.